Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fit and Lit podcast. I am your host, Bridget Koenig, and we are here to talk about fitness and literature or trashy novels, but fitness and trashy novels just doesn't sound as good. So today I am going to trudge through this podcast. It has been a week and it's only Tuesday. (laughs) Normally I do these podcasts on Mondays. But yesterday, I was just so drained that none of my words were coming out the way that my brain was telling me to let them come out of my mouth hole. And I just pretty much, I couldn't talk, like not clearly. And it was very frustrating. And um, I didn't sleep well last night either. So I apologize if I sound a little distracted. We have a big fun event coming up this weekend and whenever I've talked about this with my therapist <laughs> but whenever we go somewhere I just I get so overwhelmed with to-do lists, with packing, with cleaning the house and just all of the things. And I will procrastinate until the very last minute and um, I'll get all stressed for like no reason. And um, sorry, I just got the chills. I'm really cold. We've got a sudden cold front on the central coast, which is nice because I'm so ready for it to be cold, but I'm cold. I'm cold in here. But anyway, I get really stressed out whenever I go somewhere and uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but Um, the house, I was like planning on cleaning it and it just didn't get done. Yesterday was like, the kids didn't want to go to school. We like, I dropped off my son like an hour late to school. And then this morning my son woke up at like three in the morning and, uh, I was freaking tired. I didn't go to bed till like midnight because I was reading a book, which we will talk about just after this. Um, and then he woke up at like three, came into our bed. So I had my son and my daughter and my husband and my two dogs all in the same bed. And I was sweating so bad. And normally I like, I like to cuddle them and like feel warm. And I was like sweating bullets. Like I was, I could not cool off. And, um, so I was like, man, so I went to go turn on the house fan. No, Someone had set the, like the thermostat to like 80 degrees. It was freaking hot. And, uh, so I, you know, of course turned it down and I went and laid on the couch, not even like a minute later, here comes my son walking down the hallway. Here comes my dog walking down the hallway. Here comes my other dog walking down the hallway, all piling on top of me on the couch. And I was like, I can't do this. Like there's no way. (laughs) So, um, I put on a movie, went in the other room, of course, with Disney plus I, this is my number one pet peeve with Disney plus. Like I love Disney plus I, it's a fun platform. It's all the movies are on there. It's great, whatever, but the shows and the movies don't automatically play. 
So like if you're watching a show, especially like kids shows, it doesn't just play like one episode. And then when that episode's over, it automatically starts playing another one. No, you have to like push a button and then you have to skip the credits if you don't want to see them. Unlike, you know, Netflix where it just runs on and runs on and the the show will just keep playing. Disney Plus isn't like that. (laughs) It will go through all the credits, which there's nothing fancy to the credit. It's just like a black screen with like words that just flash on the screen so it's not even like fun to watch anyway tangent there so my son's like okay my movie's over my show's over whatever can you put on another one and I was like bro it's like 4 30 in the morning I've been up for the last hour I didn't even go to bed till like midnight I was like just come lay come lay with me well somehow I have all of my alarms and stuff automatically they should go off every morning like at the same time and they normally do well this morning they didn't (laughs) so we slept through the alarm and all of us including all my dogs all my dogs my two dogs both my kids we woke up at the time that we normally leave to go to school so I was just like you know screw it like they're already super late so let's just enjoy our time and have a slow morning so we made pancakes and waffles and we packed a nice lunch and we got ready and did all the things went to school they were to school an hour late oh I'm tired it's like it's nine o'clock, nine fifteen at night right now while I'm recording this. And this is like after, you know, five hours of teaching classes. Not five hours. Yeah. Like five hours of teaching classes, being high energy. So my brain is just a little distracted. But let's back it up. So I was up till midnight reading this book. I was reading The Housemaid by Frida McFadden. This book has been everywhere for like the last year and a half or so, and I've been putting it off because it is so hyped up and everybody's talking about it so much. So many people have recommended it to me. You should read it. You would love it. You should read it. Oh my gosh, this book is so good. But when I read the synopsis and like listened to what other people said, I just didn't like it just didn't vibe with me. I was like, "Mm." like, you know, I'll just read it because everyone's been talking about it. It's on Kindle Unlimited. I don't feel like walking all the way to the living room to grab my paperback book, um, which is why I love Kindle too, because I can just read it in the dark. But I opened it up. I downloaded it. And as soon as I started it, I could not stop. But after reading it, I know now that the synopsis and like what people say about the book is so vague because it has to be if you talk about any of the details of the book that aren't you know like it's going to be a spoiler so like I get it now and I'm just I'm telling you if you have seen this book and like haven't picked it up if you liked Verity if you liked um what's another one um oh the one I just read um the only one left by Riley Sager. If you like mm, 
thriller, domestic thriller kind of stuff, you would like it. It's, uh, mm, oh man, see, I'm trying not to give too much of it away, but basically this girl, she's got lots of secrets of her own. She's looking for a job. She's homeless. She's, um, like in desperate need of a job and she finds this perfect job where she can live in the house. She gets paid decently. It's a really nice house only to find out that the place that she lives in this house has a lock on the outside of the door, i.e. she can get locked in at any point in time. Oh, and also the wife is crazy. (laughs) So that's all I can say, but I'm telling you the twists and turns of this book were so good. It definitely surprised me, but like I said in the past, I love being surprised. So I try my best not to predict what's going to happen because it just spoils it for me. And reading for me is all about surprise and just the pleasure of reading and storytelling. It's not about, oh, can I predict this? If it's predictable, I won't like it. Like, I don't, I honestly don't think that this book was predictable, but I loved every second of it. And I am glad that I started reading it. And I'm so sad that I didn't read it before because everyone had been recommend had been recommending it to me for like the longest time. So, and I just kept putting it off and I'm sad that I did that, but it's been, it's been a wild, wild few days. So the trip that we're going on, we're going to Arizona. We're going to Phoenix, Arizona. Well, about just north of Phoenix. And we are going for a 100 mile endurance race that my husband is doing. Yes, 100 miles. You heard that right. (laughs) So it's in the desert. Like I said, just north of Phoenix. And the whole family is going. This is, it's called the Havelina 100. And we went last year and loved it so much going to races as crew or like as family of the crew or family of a runner is so much work but when we went last year me and the kids had so much fun that we we wanted to go again so I told my husband I was like we can like we can do this one again there's so many things for the kids to do there are, there's like a kid run, there's all of this like really cool stuff that we can do. So that's the big trip that we're going on and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a long drive, but it's going to be super, super fun. And I'm really excited to go. And, uh, yeah, I am going to, vlog this like I did for the Tahoe 200 mile race that my husband did and I like filming these from the crew or like family point of view because it's it's easy to document like a runner like there's documentaries about runners all the time but there's not a lot of documentation from the crew point of view like what do you do that whole time so Havelina 100 it has 20 mile loops So you run the same loop five times. So every 
20 miles, you get to see your runner. It's not like they're gone and then they come back and finish. And that's the only time you see them. And a lot of the runs are like that, or there's like stopping points or aid stations where you can like see your runner along the way. So it's cool to see it from the crew's point of view, because it's like, okay, what do you do during that time? First of all, what does your runner do when they, do they sleep? Do they eat? What do you, what do your feet look like? Do you get tired? Do you actually run the whole thing? So it's kind of cool to, to see that. Like, I wish I, it's, it's hard to find something from a crew point of view. And I think it's just really cool for people who have never been in a running, like if you're not in the running community, you kind of don't know. Me and my husband had no idea what we were getting ourselves into when we first started doing all of this stuff. And yeah, so stay tuned for that. There's probably going to be uh, two parts to this one. It's only 100, ra- 100 miles. The 200 race that he did, there's, I think, four episodes, five episodes. They're all, so you can watch them. They're on YouTube. Just go search Bridget Koenig um, or whatever, and you can watch those and see. That race was beautiful. But me and the kids, we have our black lights ready. We're going to go scorpion hunting. If you didn't know, scorpions glow in black light. Like they glow like this bright white green. And you can literally just take a black light, shine it on the ground anywhere in the desert where we're going to be. And there's just scorpions everywhere. Like not just all over the ground, but like if you look under bushes or something, there's just going to be all these scorpions. So the kids and I are going to go hiking and at night we're going to go scorpion hunting while my husband is running. I'm going to see if he wants to be on the podcast and talk about his running experience too. And just kind of his story with how he got to where he is, where he's doing another race, trying to beat his time. So last time he missed the 24 hour mark by I think an hour and a half and this year he's trying to do it under 24 hours which I have no I know he can do it he's been training so freaking hard and he's really prepared but like how do you get to a point where you're you know almost 300 pounds my husband's only five eight five seven so he's not a tall big guy but he was almost 300 pounds he lost 140 pounds and now He's been doing these endurance races for since 2021. So three years, two years, two and a half years. But he's going back to the same race to try to beat his time to get a different belt buckle. And we'll talk about that when I interview him of why you get a belt buckle and not a medal. (laughs) Um, But that's a whole story on its own. And there's so many podcasts. There's one. there's so many there's so many podcasts on why ultra running you get belt buckles and it's a it's a really fun story and I think it's really cool to share but anyway so I want I really want to talk to him about that and okay I'm going in circles so another thing I really wanted to talk about today I just kind of want to like I have no plans for what is going to come out of my mouth right now. I'm just going to ramble 
and just say my thoughts. If you have contradicting opinions, that is totally okay. If you are looking at what I'm about to say at a different point of view, that is totally fine. We are all entitled to have our own opinions on things. This is not, you know, don't take what I say for being 100% the truth. This is just my opinion and it's really not that serious. And what I'm going to talk to you about is fitness influencers. Yeah, I'm going to talk shit about fitness influencers. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to talk shit. But just what people think in fitness influencers are. So I feel like there's a really big difference between being a fitness influencer and marketing your business on Instagram, TikTok, you know, just social media, Facebook, whatever. So there's a big difference between being a fitness influencer and marketing your business. Now, when I think of fitness influencing, I think of dramatic workouts, dramatic posing. I think of Photoshop. I think of unrealistic dieting, unrealistic body types. I think of mm, just basically a lot of the toxic things that social media brings mixed with the toxic things that unhealthy relationships with fitness and nutrition bring. So it's kind of like combining the two. Now, I know that we are in a state where a lot of that toxic stuff is kind of being filtered out. There's a lot of light being brought to it, which is amazing. There's a lot of uh, body neutrality or body positivity going on, embracing curves, embracing normal, healthy body fat uh, percentages. There's you know, a lot of myth busting when it comes to crash dieting or fad diets, things like that, which is super amazing. However, when I think of fitness influencers, I think of people who are not certified, who are not educated professionally or have gone to school or, um, actually have true knowledge in the fitness industry. And a lot of the times we'll see fitness influencers call themselves fitness influencers. We'll also see products like um, lots of supplements. Um, This one's overused, but like skinny teas or weight loss supplements or anti-bloating supplements or things like that. And then we'll also see not a lot of educational content in their social media. Now, here's where the difference is between somebody using social media to market their business, which is what I would clarify myself as. So I am a certified personal trainer. I do run a business. I am a certified nutritionist. I have multiple certificates for nutrition, for fitness, for uh, personal training, things like that. I own a studio. I have an app. I personal train people with that app. I have nutrition counseling within that app, but I'm also on social media. That does not make me a fitness influencer. I'm using my experiences, my education, my knowledge to share with people who might not otherwise see it. And I'm also marketing myself 
showing what I see, what I know, my experience, my story, and sharing my personal experiences enabled in order to relate to you all, which I wish I had. I wish I had somebody that I could relate to a little bit more, especially in the beginning of my journey. But here's where a lot of people see marketing your business, personal training, whether in groups, having an app, having a studio, where they confuse it with being a fitness influencer. I know that for some reason, there's this like weird, like goal for a lot of people to quit their job and become influencers, like influencing people to buy certain things, like is their job or to go viral is their job. And I, I think it's cool when it happens occasionally, but for someone to plan for that to happen is just so weird to me. And I feel like it's like, I don't know, like it, I hate to use the word fake, but it feels so fake. Like it feels so manufactured and edited and just like secretive almost. Like you don't want people to know what you're really like. And that's what, that's what kind of like scares me a little bit is like when people use their body or their face (laughs) to sell products when they don't have any certification or education within that field. And I really hope that makes sense. Do I consider myself a fitness influencer in a way? I feel like I use influencing for fitness to, I'm sorry, fitness influencing to promote my own business. I hope that makes sense. My business of personal training, my business of my studio, my business of just living a healthy lifestyle, giving people the education that they need to be able to do it themselves. And I feel like that's super important. There's a big difference between being a walking commercial and promoting products that actually help people that you actually use and that yeah, actually help people and that you actually use. I think that's uh, that's really the biggest point that I'm trying to make. Be careful who you let influence you, especially when it comes to social media, being online. Literally anybody can put out any information. Look at me. I have just a microphone and a computer and I'm talking to whoever wants to listen to this, which can be two people. It can be one person or it can be 500,000. Like, I can say whatever I want to say and you would have no idea unless you're in the field that I'm telling you the truth that I'm giving, you know, real information. So I just kind of wanted to bring that up and just be aware that some of the people that you follow, like, it's cool to follow them because you like them. You like their personality, you like their vibe, but to take what they say or like the advice that they have regarding these things in the fitness and nutrition world like what are they certified to tell you this are they like what what do they have that makes it so believable or what is it you know like I feel like it's just 
it makes people who actually know what they're talking about not as valuable because like I said literally anyone can make an Instagram account anyone can you know make a podcast anyone can make YouTube videos so just be careful and notice if somebody is using it to market their fitness business using social media to market their fitness business or if they're using it solely to be an influencer and uh, make a commission selling you products that they may or may not even use so I just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit I'm kind of in a weird spot because I've been on social media promoting fitness for since like 2010 like when Instagram first came out I want to say 2009 because I was, oh, I was trying to think, but when I really got into fitness and like working out and like doing gym stuff, it was like 2010. And I remember uploading Instagram and I didn't know that it was public and I was like using it just to edit photos. Uh, I was like, you know, a senior in high school or I had just graduated high school. So, you know, that was my whole phase. And I didn't know that, uh, yeah, these pictures are public. So that's how long ago I've had Instagram, (laughs) but yeah, I've been on Instagram for so long and I'm like, I'm not even at 1500 followers. Like it, it, I don't know. It's just, it baffles me that it's like that. But I'm at this weird spot where I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Like, who am I actually trying to reach? Who am I, you know, like what? I don't know. It's just weird. But then I think about like, okay, I think I have like 1300 followers or something like that, which the follower count doesn't really matter to me. But the messaging that I have to say, and for the sake of promoting my business and what I have to offer, like it does matter, you know? But like I said, it's been like 10 years. Oh my God. No, no, it's 13 years. It's 2023. My brain stops. Like my brain is like, okay, there's 2010 and then there's 2020 and we're in 2020 now. Oh my gosh. It's been 13 years and I'm only, okay. So that's like what? A hundred followers a year. Okay, 100 followers a year. That's how many I'm getting. <laughs> That's one follower every three and a half days. See that math right there? That was good math, huh? Is that even correct? So one follower every three and a half days, which when you put it that way, it sounds like, okay, like that's not too bad. But then you see these people who like literally started their fitness journey last year and they're like, you know, sponsored athletes with these major athletic brands and they're like representing fitness influencing fitness when they just started their fitness journey like last year and they have like 600,000 followers it's like not that I'm jealous or anything but it just like I don't know it's just kind of interesting you know what I mean I don't know but I love my my little community that I have on Instagram and I think it's fun and I'm really selective too. I, as soon as somebody comes at me with negative energy, I'm really quick to either block or unfollow or have them unfollow me. And it's been great. So (laughs) I guess that's kind of what comes with it too, is like, you have to be 
ready for all of this criticism. And I'm not putting like fitness influencers under the bus or anything like that. I just want to talk about how there is a difference between just influencing people to buy products and people who are actually certified and like trying to share knowledge. I feel like there's a huge, huge, huge difference. And just to be aware, aware of that. You can't trust someone just because they have a million followers, but um, yeah, that's kind of the main topic that I really wanted to talk about. And I just wanted to let you guys know that I will always be real with you. I will only filter when I have a giant zit. <laughs> I've never photoshopped anything other than cropping people out of photos. If they're in the side, like I'll crop it or use the magic eraser and kind of erase them. But that's not for me. That's mostly for their privacy. I've always been open and honest with all of you, maybe shared a little bit too much, but in the hopes that you also uh, resonate or know that you have something in common. So my struggles, I've always shared my opinions. I've always been as honest And I try to be as respectful as possible, although sometimes I do make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And thank you for not canceling me. Or maybe I've been canceled. That's why I only have 1,300 followers. (laughs) But anyway, if you agree or disagree, I'd like to know. Tell me in the comments. If you think that someone else needs to hear this, go ahead and share that. Share this episode with somebody Uh, If you think that I deserve more than 1,300 followers, share my profile with people, tag me, um, because I have a lot to share and I have a lot of really great ideas and things that I want to do, but sometimes it requires more interaction, more participation. So, but I love my little community and I love my awakened girls, my If you don't know, if this is your first time listening, well, thank you for making it this far. If this is your first episode listening, listen to me just talk about random, random stuff that's coming into my head. But I own a women's cardio kickboxing studio on the central coast. And we also have virtual programs. We have a really great community here. And I'm so grateful for everyone here. I feel like everyone here that comes to the studio is like my friend. I don't ever look at somebody only as a member or as um, a paycheck. I genuinely want to know everyone that walks in this door. I genuinely want to know about their day. How are they doing? How is your family? How is work? Like, I genuinely want to know. And sometimes it's funny because this is another thing I've talked about with my therapist is like, sometimes I see people and I'm like, okay, like they are my friend, (laughs) but they're not my friend. Like they see me as their instructor. Like I am not off limits, but like, you can't like this is how I feel for example when I go take other classes like the instructor is like on a different level than me and I feel like sometimes I can't know them on a personal level because it's like kind of crossing this imaginary boundary that we've set like you can be friends with your trainer you can be friends with you know your group instructor it there's nothing like 
you know, setting you back. I think it's just because, you know, when we grow up, like you, you don't befriend your teacher, you know, in school, they're, they're off limits. And like, it's just, it's funny because I have to remember, remind myself that I am the teacher here. And on the other side, like being a student, looking at the teacher, it's kind of like an off limits thing. Like, I don't want to talk too much. Oh, she doesn't want to hear from me. Oh, like, you know, I can't talk to the teacher. Like, it's kind of like one of those moments. And, um, so it's kind of funny because I think I, like I said, I think of everybody here as my friend. I, you know, I try to do my best to give everyone attention and, you know, reach out if I haven't seen people in a while, just like I would a friend. And, when I see like people like go do something without me, I'm like, they didn't even invite me. And then I'm like, wait, you're not their friend. Like you're their instructor. You see them, you know, multiple times a week, uh, sometimes like, you know, four to five hours a week, but like you're their teacher, you're, you know, you're their instructor. And it's kind of funny just to look at it from the other perspective, but, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. I really, I really, 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 really enjoy being an instructor and I really enjoy seeing the same faces all the time and just learning people through their, their fitness journey. I just think it's, it's one of the best feelings in the world. I don't know how I got here, but I'm going to keep going with it because this is something I'm so passionate about. I don't, like I said, I don't remember what I was talking about. But I freaking love when people walk in here and have no idea what they're doing. Not because I get to, you know, correct them and like say that I get all the the credit for, you know, making them be able to do this. But I love being able to empower them to make these corrections for themselves, learn for themselves, get stronger for themselves. And then just seeing them a couple months down the line and being like, whoa, like you have changed so much. You are so strong. Remember when you walked in here and you couldn't even hold a plank for 20 seconds and we just held a plank for almost a minute. Remember when you couldn't even lift five pounds over your head and you just picked up a 30 pound dumbbell and lifted it over your head with no, like no problem. Remember when you were punching and kicking the bag and you had no idea what you were doing. If I walked in here right now and looked at you punching and kicking that bag, I would think you were like a professional, (laughs) you know, like I just love, love seeing that transformation and just being a part of it. It is the best feeling, especially when someone comes in for kickboxing and they've never kicked or punched anything before. And that first class Like you just see it in their face, those first punches, those first kicks. And they're like, whoa, like, all right, this is fun. And then a few, you know, a few weeks down the line, we're like, all right, we're going to do a super focused round, three minute round. I just want you to stay super focused on the bag. And I just want you to punch and kick hard, whatever comes like, just let it flow out of your body. Whatever punches, kicks flow out of your body. Just let it go the face that these girls make is so scary. Like the concentration, the like just determination that these girls have. Oh, I'm getting chills right now. I like to see someone get in that zone and just own their freaking feminine power and just punch the crap out of a bag. 
the best. I'm telling you, it's the best to be in that situation and to just let, like, you're just in the zone. Nothing else matters. The music is top tier. You got three minutes on the clock. Whatever you want to do to that bag, you just go, just murder that bag. What if you have been in that that position? There's nothing better than to just put all of your focus on that bag. Like, ugh, it's the best feeling ever. It seriously is. And it's it's really cool to watch from an instructor point of view. But I see all these girls as my my friends, my just man, like I get to learn so much about people through their body language. And I think that's where I was going with all this is I get to learn so much about people that they might not even know themselves because you're not looking at yourself when you're working out. You're not looking at your own progress, but I get to see that. And I get to see when people feel their best, when people feel their worst and they still come in and work out. I can tell I've gotten to a point where I can tell when someone's mood is not a hundred percent. I can tell when someone might be going through something. I can tell when somebody might not have slept enough. I can tell when something's bothering somebody and to be able to pick up on those things as an instructor and be able to kind of tweak the class. Like sometimes there's just something in the air and everybody in the class is just very bleh like not very talkative, just feeling kind of bleh. And to be able to just flip a switch and say, all right, like, you know, I had something super intense planned today, but everybody just seems to be exhausted and like something's in the air, something's off. So let's pull it back. Let's recenter ourselves and get back to the basics, take it a little bit easier today. To be able to do that and to find people who maybe aren't having the best day and giving them just a little bit more attention uh, when I know I need to like yell out like, yes, you can, or like, you're almost there, or you look so strong and just make sure that I'm standing next to them. So I'm for sure, I for sure know that they can hear me to be able to get to that point. I feel so, uh, I feel so like, I'm not, what's the word I'm looking for? so privileged to be able to pick up on that because I know, I know not everyone can. I've been in situations where the instructor is totally oblivious to the rest of the class or where they're pushing me too hard and I'm just having a shit day. And I'm like, I don't need you yelling at me right now. Like I, you know, just like chill out. Like, let me just do my thing. (laughs) Today is not the day. So I know what it feels like to be on the other end too. And I don't know, I just, my goal is to just be the best instructor that I can to be that person when you need to reach out to somebody, even if it's not fitness related, to be able to, you know, be there for you. And I don't know, I just think it's like one of like the best feeling in the world and the best, like I couldn't ask for anything better. But um, yeah, I just, I think the only thing that would make it better is if I got to help more people. So, <laughs> and I think that's why I'm so salty about it. Not salty. What am I saying? Like, I'm not even mad about it. I just, 
it would be so freaking cool to be able to help more people not for my own like like I don't want to be viral or celebrity or anything like that like I actually do not want that but I just feel like I can connect with so many more people than I am right now and be able to share what I have to offer because I have so much to offer um but anyway I really hope you are able to work out today or read a book or both or listen to an audiobook and let me know in the comments what do you think about fitness influencers versus using social media to market your business in fitness let me know what you think and let me know if you've read a good book recommend me something I feel like I can't pick up another book right now because I am just thinking about The Housemaid by Frida McFadden like that's all I can really think about right now I listened to a podcast today and the story, it was, of course, a true crime spooky story. I can't like, I can't stop listening to them. I'm just like cleaning my house, listening to these spooky podcasts and uh, I can't stop. I can't stop. But anyway, one of the stories was a true crime story about this woman and the the premise of the story was so close to the housemaid that I was just like oh my god so I went straight from finishing the housemaid to listening to that podcast episode and oh I just it was so good but I was just like like that's all I can think about and I hope I'm able to sleep tonight I might have to read like a fluffy romance or something I've started so many maybe I'll just pick one up and actually finish a book but I'm hoping to get to read some shorter middle grade or young adult spooky books this weekend while we're gone. I'm, I have a little stack. I started reading scary stories to tell in the dark. I read some to my kids and they're really cute. And the, oh my gosh, field of screams. I think it's what it's called. It's a middle grade cornfield horror book I don't know who wrote it I didn't even I kind of just went into this bookstore and saw it and just grabbed it I don't really know much about it all I know is that it came out this year so I'm hoping to get to read a lot of those this weekend while we are at Halloween 100 and I'm hoping to be able to sleep tonight so I will talk to you next time like, comment, subscribe, share, download, do all the things, share with your friends, share with your neighbor. (laughs) If any of this resonated with you, share on your Instagram stories, tag me. My Instagram is at Bridget.Koenig, just like my name in the show notes. I'll have everything linked my personal, like stupid, funny. I post memes. There's nothing educational. There's nothing really about fitness on there unless I find it funny is at only O-N-L-Y dot if dot we dot vibe. So only if we vibe, if we vibe, come join me because I think I'm hilarious and I share stupid stuff that I think is funny. So if you think I'm funny, you want to see the funny stuff that I think is funny go 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 follow that one but all right i am going to try to 
get off of the computer, get off of social media for the rest of the night, and good night. I will see you next time, or hear you. You will hear me next time, unless you're on YouTube, which you can go to YouTube, too, and watch me. I talk with my hands a lot. (laughs) Well, not a lot, but I did this time. I feel a lot more confident, so... Yeah, go to YouTube, do what you want to do, share, like, comment, subscribe. Okay, do all the things. You know what to do. All right, I will talk to you next time.